Welcome to the next episode of Same Page. We're your host, Sarah Semajist. And I'm Lynn Semajist. Today, we have a very, very special guest with us. We have Matthew Godard, who is uh, a friend, a business partner. Um, we have a very cool project with him, and we are here today to talk about this project. So we're going to divulge a little bit what it's about. It's a land development project, so a little bit what, what it, it is and how we acquired it and all the things that come with it. So Matthew, welcome. Thanks for having me here. Um, I'm glad to be here so that we can talk about our project, talk about other things we have going on or, or anything like that. Um, so my name is Matthew. Uh, like you said, we're business partners on one of our projects. Um, I've been working in real estate for a while. Uh, started getting into development recently. Uh, before that, I was doing property management, buying multifamilies and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, yeah, so I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. I know it's been a little bit of um, scheduling issues to get you. And you're not a man that, you know, um, is in Ottawa often. So thank you for blessing mm -hmm. us with your time. So let's, let's dive right into it. Yes, let's get into it. So we bought this land yes i think two years ago now 2021 2021 yeah and what's the what's the plan for the land so maybe tell us a little bit about like the size and how we acquired it and like what what is the vision for this land uh so we bought it actually it's 2022 beginning of 2022 you're right you're right one year let's cut that out time. <laughs> time flies yeah um so we bought this land it's in uh the east end of ottawa uh it's on the transit lane or the transit corridor that's being built there um so it's nice and close to the corridor uh the idea for it is to create a mixed-use building uh six stories uh about six thousand or sixty thousand square feet um, as commercial and it'll be a midterm stay hotel um, something that will kind of service a bit of a missing middle housing not yeah. housing but stay um, accommodation that's required uh, so we're excited to do that uh, yeah like I said it's right near the transit it's an up and coming area the city's like planning to do um, new development there like thousands of units being uh created and jobs being created and it's it's uh really exciting to be one of the first sort of developments um being submitted for the area so, yeah yeah it, i think we'll definitely be the pioneers um and everybody else will come after and replicate what we've done but it's okay that's, so that's yeah exactly so we're, we're doing the hard work for them which is which is fine yeah um so we've actually you've named it the fulcrum yes can you tell us a little bit why what's the story um, behind that so the fulcrum a fulcrum is a pivot point essentially um so this is one of the larger largest developments that like we've worked on um and so it, it definitely um, represents a, a, a turning point, a pivot point in, in what we're doing and our kind of business strategy and the impact we want to make in the community. So the idea behind the building is to have something that is sustainable, um, that's accessible, um, that is uh, being of service to the community. Um, and that's sort of what is kind of wrapped up in the name of this this uh, 
this this pivot point, this fulcrum, mm. uh, what you know, real estate or development can really mean to a community, and then the changes that uh, that it can have um, working with the community and helping service the community. So yeah, and what's really cool about this project is that we do have um, two floors of commercial space yeah. that we'll be able to rent to anybody from the community, yeah. and we're yeah. really hoping that um, this. This can actually bring um, different types of people together. Like we don't know exactly which types of um, commercial businesses are going to want to rent. We do have some interest in um, from an adult day program and yep. Yep. perhaps a pharmacy. But it, I'm I'm excited to see how all the businesses are going to interact with each other and how um, what what kind of people is going to attract to this building. Yeah. So that's really that's really cool to to I, I'm I'm looking into the future and thinking like okay like how is that going to look like you know yes. yeah. and um, I know at one point we had talked about maybe having like a little playground in the back maybe for like a family with young kids who's waiting for um, you know another kid finishing whatever physical school activities or, school yeah. or, mm-hmm. yeah. or um, tutoring whatever it may yeah, be exactly. um, so definitely looking forward to see if, like if it's like a more of a family oriented type of um, yeah well and that was kind of building. what we had talked about was a bit of a space that um, that like it's a hotel it, like mm-hmm. it's a hotel it's commercial space sure but it's it's also an element within the community and the building itself is 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 an element of community um we have a space in the in our design uh like an atrium that can kind of um i kind of envision it as being you know the living room of this mixed-use building right uh whether it's staff uh guests customers um just people in the community um being able to kind of meet and 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 everyone's able to kind of you know help each other out there's mutual benefit to having uh guests from the hotel use the commercial spaces the commercial space uh people using the commercial spaces uh you know knowing about or having access to to uh, a midterm stay hotel so yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, explain how you came across the property. Like, how did this uh, opportunity fall into your lap? <laughs> uh, well, kind of by accident. So it's not often where you kind of accidentally um, purchase a land, a piece of land. <laughs> um, but uh, my 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 family, my extended family, um, runs a. Uh, foster care agency in in the city and uh, they have offices nearby Uh, they know of this property um, and we're you know talking about oh we could use more parking or whatever they they, they knew about the property and 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 that it potentially might be for sale because they maybe had some thoughts about it um but which was pretty much just like a parking lot (laughs) um and i said well why don't we build something on it um because it's hard to you know to make a case for just a parking lot so we can build something on it and have extra parking and we're you know creating something and you get your benefit out of it that you want mm-hmm. um they said oh no we can't do that said, well, <laughs> like it's a piece of land like it's it's empty it could be anything like mm-hmm. what about the imagination part of it you know um they're like no 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 there's no way that doesn't make sense and i said well i'm pretty sure i know some people that might be 
interested in doing something <laughs> with it. Nice. Like, give me a week. Let me call somebody. And I think <laughs> we might be able to figure something out. Mm-hmm. And like, it literally was over just like dinner. People were just talking about it at dinner. And I was like, oh, well, why don't I buy it, I guess. Well, the power of knowledge, right? And the power yeah, of yeah. community, right? Because yeah. I remember you came to us um, um, and we, ha- we had chatted about this for a couple of times and then one day you just pursue, you just told me okay let's partner on it and let's pursue this yeah and i was like okay like i knew you know we had looked at the potential i think we had gone to a few public meetings with the city yeah and uh we that's how, that's how you find out like, the potential right you, exactly. you talk to counselors you talk to the city planners you look up on geo ottawa so you do need yeah. to do some research um but once you see the potential then you know what you can buy it for exactly and and like this area is like I said, it's a, there's a lot of development and there's uh, new uh, official plans from the city coming out detailing what the city wants to see in the area and everything like that. And so, if anything, it kind of worked out to be perfect timing in the sense that um, we were able to go to some of these consulting meetings with the city where they were consulting, the city was consulting the public, what do you want to see here? This is what we're thinking. What do you like? gaining input from the public so we were just in time to to give our input give what we thought uh, might work um, have some back and forth of Mm -hmm. you know what might be the best use for the land Um, and so through that before before it even really cost us much uh, of anything uh, we were able to have a back and forth and 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 a discussion with the city to to come to uh, a solution that works for the city, works for us. Um, yeah, it just worked out kind yeah. of perfectly. In that yeah, so, so, so how, how has that process been dealing with the city and officials and whatnot? Uh, how's it been? Um, it has been, it has been humbling to find some of the nerdiest, fantastic, <laughs> amazing people in the uh, city planning department of, of the Ottawa city. I agree. Uh, my hat goes off to them. Um, I'm not a city planner or anything like that, but uh, maybe in another life that would have been uh, a job for me. Yeah, it sounds I pretty thoroughly cool. enjoyed the the philosophy around it and their their thinking pro their uh, thinking and 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 how they come to what they're looking to see and like I jive with that uh, a lot. Um, it's always there's a there's a core element of mutual benefit, um, yes. you know, to the public, and uh, I really enjoy seeing people that really are pushing to make that happen in the communities and in the cities so yeah um one thing that you mentioned is that you know the collaboration with the city planners and i think um it's not stressed enough that land development is is really that it's like a collaboration between the community land develop land developers and the city planners right yeah because um oftentimes you can you know you can come as a, a land developer and you can say hey I want to do this, but if the city doesn't really envision this type of project for that area, then you're just going against um, the future development of the city, right? Yeah, I, I feel like that there there's a bit of a stigma on developers about you know doing that, trying to impose their vision on the community instead of just working with what makes sense in the community, right? Yeah. Exactly. Take a look around. Uh, either at what's existing or what has already been decided to be potentially the future of that community and see how what you have fit 
fits into that? How does it piece into to the future of that community? So Exactly. And I was talking to someone, um, I'm not sure when, maybe a week ago, and um, they were talking about a project that they have, and they have a, a lot of NIMBYs, so not in my backyard yeah. Yeah. type of people, yeah. always, you know, they don't want these developments happening near yeah. them. But if you live in a home, you know, there, there's once upon a time, a developer was like, hey, you know. That was something else at one point, and exactly. now it's exactly. you live in, right? Exactly. So that was someone else's backyard, and now it's your backyard. Yeah. That's and, exactly it. I mean, in the future, it'll be someone else's backyard that's again. It. And that's it. Um, and, yeah. and typically, you know, whether it's commercial or other residential real estate that's being built in your area, it increases the value of, yeah. of your property, right? Absolutely. So I do understand that some people maybe, you know, they bought something and it was made more of a maybe rural or less traffic or yeah. whatnot and they don't want to increase the traffic for whatever reason. But ultimately, it can benefit you um, with the type of businesses or yeah. um yeah, maybe a community, a community, um, yeah. Anything, that. anything. So I, I um, <laughs> shameless plug, I wrote a book last year, and in my book, um, uh, you know, in a couple paragraphs, I describe how um, in my past I was, I worked in, in a high-rise in Ottawa, and uh, I helped manage that property as superintendent there, and that was 300 apartments, um, you know, 500 people living there. It was a tower, uh, but essentially it was it was a community. It was its own little community, right? And if you go around to different communities in the area, it's essentially this, the equivalent to a small suburb. Mm. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers, but let's say it was like 10 acres of suburb type um, uh, space, right? Mm. So small little community, if not more or something like that. So um, these communities are, are little s- sections that do evolve. Absolutely. Um, it could be a tower, it could be townhouses, it could be townhouses with some commercial and three-story yeah. um, mixed use or something. Like mm. it's, they come in all stripes, but it should be something that's feared. Yes, and typically it's for the greater good of the city, right? Yeah. Here. And yeah. as we know, there's more and more immigrants coming to, uh, well, Canada in general, but yeah. Ottawa yeah. specifically. Yeah. And we're going to need those housing and we're going to need those businesses to support um, those newcomers. Yeah. So it is, we need the infrastructure to do that. So land developers, I think um, we should, obviously things need to be done right. And yeah. the city does a that the development fits into the city's um, vision, but um, I think a lot of people should thank land developers for yeah, well, having a like, vision like that. A lot of I feel like a lot of not my backyard is is um, communities that are, are lucky enough to be very car centric. Um, where you know we don't want commercial we don't want this we don't want that and it would take them half an hour to go walk to a store to get some bread or something um but that's not the average person to be honest exactly not everybody wants to drive to do every single thing go from the house be outside for five seconds hop in the car be outside for five seconds go to the store um some people want to go for a walk sometimes exactly Uh, and there's nowhere to go and nothing to get no groceries like Mm -hmm. that's you know 
that's yeah. an issue. And, and it's better for your health. And, it's better for your health. Yeah. Um, I, Ottawa specifically is trying to implement what's called a 15-minute neighborhood. Yes. Where you can walk to grocery stores, daycares, school, yeah. um, library, and they have about nine amenities that they want within walking distance. Exactly. And um, so, yes, there's so there's going to be more of those um, being developed so that people can just... You know, just be healthier and be able yeah. to to be um, able to have options, right? Absolutely. Like there's there's an element of like have options, live the life you want, and maybe a little bit of freedom. You know, if your only choice is to get in the car and drive somewhere, uh, get on the highway to go to the store, like you don't have choices. Yeah. yeah. People like to have choices, and people like to live in different ways, and communities made up of all kinds of different people. Absolutely. And people like to bike and walk and take. Uh, transit or or whatever absolutely that's kind of a bit born out of where development came from it's right around the transit area it's one of those areas and zones that they want to be a 15-minute community Mm -hmm. they want services and amenities and and um, access for the community to in this case go from like a central hub for transit to anything within almost a 15-minute walk of that Mm-hmm. Transit hub. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, I want to circle. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I 100 agree. I want to go back to the fulcrum for a little bit. Yeah. Um, some key elements that we are implementing in this building are accessibility. Yes. And sustainability. Yes. I know for sure you've been the one really pushing for accessibility and sustainability. Yeah. And talk to us a little bit about you know, um, why that's so important um, to you for this project. Right. Um, So we'll do, let's say sustainability first. There's a whole gambit of reasons um, that I'm supportive for sustainability. Um, You know, you could Google it and find the 10 best reasons or whatever. Um, Yeah, I'm probably supportive of most of those. Uh, For me though, it's a little more, maybe a personal deeper level i i was flipping houses uh, before and um and i've worked in construction you know most of my life um or maintenance or whatever and uh there's an element of kind of respecting the the, the worker who's come before the effort that's come before um and and taking you know an old maybe abandoned house instead of demolishing it respecting you know that blue brick layer that came before mm. and making it making that house whole again uh so his effort doesn't go to waste that kind of falls into the sustainability for me so building a property that will be able to last a long time mm-hmm. building a property that isn't being wasteful in its construction method um isn't being um unthoughtful in its construction method and uh we'll be able to last a long time we'll be able to be serviced for a long time Mm. um and isn't as much as it can isn't negatively impacting the maybe immediate environment but just like the environment as a whole right it's a little bit a philosophical thing for me but just this idea of 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 being respectful of what we have in our in our environment and and building something that's going to last and where does does that philosophy come from uh it just comes back from it comes from a spot of trying to respect 
that person that built has built things in the past mm-hmm. and and you know just not being wasteful mm-hmm. um so it comes from that you know build a building that's not wasteful that will last that is serviceable and can be around as long as it has value mm-hmm. uh to the to the public i guess um that's yeah. so cool. So it kind of comes from that sort mm-hmm. of that element. Because uh, people work hard to build. Right. Yeah. Like it's Absolutely. building things are hard. These mm-hmm. people work really hard. There's less people that want to do that kind of labor. So like it's a it's a premium. This kind of person that will wake up at seven, mm-hmm. uh, work a ten hour day lifting heavy things like. They don't make them anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, people, not as many people want to do that. It's it's. Uh, Labor, labor those, those, those people are the people I respect some of the most. Yeah. Because you know? um, they don't necessarily enjoy what they do, but right. they do. Uh, for the accessibility part, um, so I grew up, uh, like I said, my extended family has a foster care agency. Um, they specialize in adults and kids with special needs. Uh, so I grew up in a household as a young kid. Um, and as an adult, it's a big part of my life uh, with people that have special needs, mm. um, total care, special needs, people in wheelchairs, stuff like that, uh, all, all, all kinds of special needs uh, individuals um, have been part of my life. And uh, I think it's really important to make sure that they are, they have as few barriers in their life uh, as we can. And when it comes to development, I mean, that is the point, the singular point that you can make a decision of how um, inconvenient this person's life can be. Mm-hmm. Whether they're going to have stairs that they have to go up for everything, whether they're going to have to um, have hallways or corners that they can't make it around, mm-hmm. whether they can't reach things because it's too far away or like that is a singular point in the design of of a development how inconvenient you choose to make someone's life Mm -hmm. and usually the added cost Mm -hmm. at that design phase is minimal or nothing Mm -hmm. or sometimes even like there's a savings to be had Um, but after the fact the added cost can be quite significant Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what that's born out of I can mention that because I, I definitely have a, a soft spot for people that have that have special needs and whatnot. Because my mother was also in, in, in that industry as a psycho a psychoeducator. Mm-hmm. So for me, it, it normalized being being around those other people at a very young age. Yeah, and I'm I'm just uh, happy to hear that you want to create something that will make that will include them in the whole experience yeah right yeah because there's an element like for me i you know um personally i can whatever i'll climb a set of stairs if i need to go somewhere i move fast i'll walk through a building i slip through doors i don't like i'm just i'll move there won't be anything that will be a barrier to me Mm -hmm. um so i guess i don't personally care in that regard nothing's gonna Mm -hmm. there's no impediment in a structure to me however someone special needs or someone with a newborn kid who has a stroller Mm -hmm. or someone who's older um i mean I feel like the mass, uh, the vast majority of uh, of people are gonna maybe have a kid at one point in their life, 
Or, I mean, we're all going to get along. We're all going to If you don't have special needs, if you're not going to have a kid, there ain't nothing stopping you from getting older. So <laughs> you're going to get older at some point exactly. and your mobility is going to be uh, changed. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I have a property management company. A lot of my tenants, this is kind of an aside, uh, a lot of my tenants are, are a bit older. And, um, you know, whenever I'm visiting the sites or, or, the, the, or the buildings or whatever, like firsthand, I see impacts of what maybe these buildings have accessibility wise, um, where even a door, like I'm just opening a door, I don't even care. Right. But someone's struggling to open a door. Mm. And, we can make changes so that that person doesn't have to worry about anything like that. Like right. They can go to this restaurant, the store, the hotel, or whatever, and not be knocked down on the door. And have the same experience as, as everybody else, else right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Nobody wants to be knocked down by a door. Exactly. No one wants to trip on a step. Exactly. Nobody wants to get to the hotel room or to whatever. Uh, place they're going and just be like completely winded mm-hmm. from like mm-hmm. walking up a elevation of some sort mm-hmm. um yeah okay yeah we we also um i think the city has higher standards now for energy efficiency yes. but that is something that we were going to include anyway mm-hmm. um in in uh, in our building is there a couple elements that you can um maybe name i'm not very familiar with them but uh i know our architect is very versed in them but if a a couple of elements of energy efficiency that are gonna um go into our design yeah um energy efficiency and sustainability in my mind are yeah they're hand in hand two sides of the same coin um the because I mean the more efficient something is the uh, you know anyway uh, there's a few things that we'd like to implement in the building um, I guess start at the top would be uh, some sort of renewable energy aspect so probably going to be solar something like that on the roof um, things for that uh, or like the reasoning behind that is. Um, emergency backup power will always be available to us. I know generators would be part of the building. Mm-hmm. However, you know, the sun is usually always shining. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's an element of that, um, of, of redundancy that comes from that. Um, and just the, the metrics of the building uh, being more efficient. The, if you want to go to numbers, the, the expenses of the building being lower. Mm-hmm. Um, which allows more, uh, more of these, this income, more of the building's uh, potential to go towards other things. Um, we are considering building with mass timber. Mass timber um, has to do with, uh, it's the type of longer construction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sustainable, it's energy efficient, it gets built faster, it's usually cheaper to build. Um, all these other components and it looks beautiful. Uh, the other thing is heat pumps. We'll probably be using heat pumps. Um, a lot of these efficiency things, they do have like a number component coming to coming with them, mm-hmm. helping to reduce expenses, that kind of thing. Um, but 
it's not just that. It has to do also with redundancy, um, simplicity in systems, um, like the building systems and that kind of stuff. Uh, so, I mean, those are kind of the top three okay. that, that are probably going to have the biggest impact on the design. The renewable energy, heat pumps, and, and the, the construction, the mass timber construction. So, This is such a great description of what the project is going to look like. I'm super excited for it to actually um, come to life. You know, we've been yeah. putting so much work into it, talking to our architects, um, city planners. We have all the consultants for geotechnical. I think we're going to, we may have to do another episode about like the steps that it takes to actually yeah. bring it to, yeah. um, to life and more like the yeah the more technical parts of it but one thing that we didn't touch on is that we talked about the land and you know how how we acquired it and what it's going to be but i just want to be a little bit more specific as to what um how many units and parking and all of that so as you you had mentioned that it's a six story or maybe you had mentioned yep. that it's a six story building um about 60,000 square feet yes um the top four floors are going to be hotel suites and right now in our design we have 61 suites yep a combination of two bedrooms one bedrooms and bachelors yep and actually one of the reasons we decided to go with some one bedroom not all bachelors and some one bedroom with two bedrooms is that in the future there may be possibility of converting these these suites into residential yeah. units if the zoning allows for it yeah so if we already have the rough ends and it's already um set up like that it's just a zoning issue at this point exactly. um, and then we can quickly turn it into multifamily. Um, so that was one of the reasons. And bottom two floors is just all commercial. We have co-working space, an atrium, um, multiple commercial spaces. Yeah, yeah. we have a gym. We, we, we kind of approach it in a way where um, you want to have amenities for a mid, you want to have a fair amount of amenities for a midterm stay hotel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and so um, the amenity spaces um we're trying to position them in a way where we're going to be able to partner with some um some commercial entities in the community and and have a partnership with them to kind of operate or to be part of of that space um so that we kind of get both of both the best of both worlds yeah absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm. and we we did at one point consider a pool mm-hmm. but yeah. i think it just got a little bit more complicated in the space i think it would also take too much space so we it's, decided you know and it's just a short walk from one of the most beautiful <laughs> beaches yeah. in yeah, right. on yeah. petrie island yeah. so you know it's doesn't need a pool just you know in the winter maybe bring a park up (laughs) (laughs) fair enough (laughs) and lastly we didn't talk about the underground parking yes so the actual um land we didn't have enough space to put um surface parking so we have we're gonna call it two and a half levels yeah roughly yeah of (laughs) underground parking so that we can not only service the hotel but also the businesses yeah so i think from the design mm-hmm. the parking has been the ch- the most the biggest challenge yeah, so tricky. far yeah. making sure that we're gonna have enough um like i said to service the whole building yeah but we think that we got 
to something that's reasonable. Mm -hmm. And if anything else, we'll just buy the adjacent land and use it for service parking. It's, you know, it sometimes takes a village uh, or yeah. takes some teamwork. So, um, yeah, if we need to reach out to neighbors and if they're more than interested, you know, um, can make all of our dreams come true. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what? This conversation was really good. I mm -hmm. hope our viewers are going to find a lot of value in this project. We have so much more to talk about, but mm -hmm. we just, you know, we could be, talk about this all day. And I think sometimes yeah, we do talk we do. about it all day. So <laughs> we hours of the night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if anybody has any question, they can reach out to us and we'll be happy to answer them. And I'm sure people are going to want to reach out to you. Mm -hmm. Specifically, yeah, sure. so if somebody wants to reach out to you, um, what is the best way that they can find you? Um, so you can find me on Facebook. Um, that's usually the best way. I have a link up there. You can book a meeting with me if you want to. Uh, I, you know, I have a strictly open door policy uh, to my calendar and to my time. If 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 uh, I can help you out uh, with anything in a conversation, then. I'm more than happy to do that. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm here to be of service to people with my knowledge and my time if I can. So That's yeah, cool. Facebook's probably the best best way. I'm also on Instagram, but not, not so much. <laughs> not not, not, to, not as to, active. Uh, yeah, yeah, I need to bump up my activity right. there. Well, 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 thank you very much for for joining us. And um, as we as we were alluding to earlier, like like you travel quite often from yep. here to the East Coast, so just finding the time to come in is is very appreciated. Yes, yeah. and Matt's typically on the road, so you know, don't be surprised if when you call him, he's talking to you while he's in his car. Exactly. Always with Bluetooth. Yeah, but there's yes. a little exactly. hum in the background. Yes. Yeah, making things happen on the road. That's all. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for watching. And until next time, don't forget to live your truth. <laughs>